Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Savvy Citizen, the podcast all about Gaston County. On the show today, we've got Christine Ingle and Andrea Bradley to talk about Gaston Max. That stands for Multicultural Arts Experience, coming to town in March. Interested? Stay with us. All right, so we're going to kick things off. We've got um, Elizabeth McGee is co-hosting with me today. I'm Adam Gobb. Uh, we've got Dandrea Bradley here who has uh, guest hosted a few of the uh, Savvy Citizen episodes, but she is on the other side of the table. She's sitting over there in a single chair underneath a, a, a single light bulb, and you know we're going to grill her. <laughs> um, and we've also got Christine Engel. She is an I even asked her this, but I'm probably going to screw it up anyway. But the event planner and resource and art manager Correct. for the city you of Gastonia. Yes. I'm going to now save that five times fast and then do the <laughs> Shelly sells seashells by the seashore thing. And you know, there you go. Nailed it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so we are talking with Christine and Dandrea about Gaston Max. And uh, as I promised them, we're, we're going to start by hopping in the Wayback Machine and, and talking about where the idea for Gaston Max came from. And one of you should probably tell me what, what the max in Gaston Max means, because not everybody's going to know that either. So the max stands for Multicultural Arts Experience. Experience with an yes, X. With an X. You're cheating on that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so it's, it's very interesting because the idea started back when I actually worked for Gaston County Public Library as the program coordinator. And... I want to say it was probably like mid to late 2018. This is this is pre-COVID, y'all. This so pre-COVID. even though this is only like five years ago, it feels like 20. It, it really <laughs> does because, I mean, 2020 itself lasted like three years. Yeah. So, But um, pre-COVID, so probably around September, October of 2018, um, I was talking to some of the staff members. We had been playing with the idea of having a literary arts festival because, I mean, it's the library. And we had um, been having Wait, y'all do books this. at the library? I know. Can you believe it? Wow. Who knew? Oh, my God. I'm going to write that down. Yes, the li- a library with books. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Um, but, yes, so we were having author events, and I had spoken to some of the staff, and I was like, you know, why don't we do some type of literary festival? And so we talked about that, and then I realized as the program coordinator, I was doing more than, you know, author events. I was doing concerts and theater performances and, and, you know, museum exhibits. And I thought, why not do a cultural arts festival? Mm -hmm. And uh, the library director at the time, you know, thought it was a great idea. She said, put together a committee. I said, okay. And so uh, about a month or so later, I found out that City of Gastonia was going to be hiring an event planner. And I knew I had to have this person on my committee because Uh we wanted to have this festival. And we're better than, you know, our county seat than in Gastonia. Right. So, Christine, you were dead to rights before you even took the job. Exactly. Andrea already had her sights on you. Within one month of me starting, Andrea had reached out and Uh, recruited me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was adamant, like I was determined that this was just going to be the best thing ever. And then Christine had mentioned that Mayor Reed was very interested in doing a multicultural festival to celebrate the different cultures um, Uh in basically Gastonia, I think it was at the time. So Christine, keep me honest. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. He, um, He approached me shortly after I started 
um, with the idea of doing a multicultural festival. And then when I found out that D'Andrea wanted to do a cultural arts festival through the library, we kind of just married those two ideas and um, Gaston Max was born. Yes. A beautiful multicultural baby. Yes. (laughs) And now here's something coming up that's happening right in your backyard. Well, maybe not literally in your backyard. Book lovers rejoice. The Friends of the Gaston County Public Library annual book sale is right around the corner. And this year, it's a full week. Yes, you heard that right. The book sale will be Monday, April 10th through Saturday, April 16th at the main library on East Garrison Boulevard in Gastonia. Hours may vary, so visit www.gastonlibrary.org for more information. So we put the community, the committee together, um, just library staff, Christine, um, and then there's another individual from City of Gastonia that's also on the committee, and just some people from different organizations around the around Gaston County, and we started planning this event. But at the same time, we were also planning the more the Maury Sendak um, exhibition as well. So we were planning two events at once. And so we spent the entire year of 2019 planning for the very first Gaston Max Festival. Mm-hmm. Had everything in place. We had our performers. We had our authors. We had volunteers. We had everything in place. And then March 2020 came, and it, and we were supposed to have it, I believe it was March 28th oh, or something no. like that. That was oh, 2020. A, Josh, that was you the can, wrong time. You can put in like the slamming jail door shut and it's just we're locking everything down. Yeah. Yes. So we, <laughs> and it's so funny because we met, we had our meeting the week before the shutdown. Mm-hmm. Everything was good. Christine and I were just like, so far, so good. They have not shut any you know, programs down or this. And then I get an email from Christine. It's like, the city just said we're canceling all city activities. So what did y'all do? Did y'all have to fully cancel the 2020 Gas and Max? We had to fully cancel Gas and Max two weeks before the event. It was stressful reaching out to everyone two weeks before a festival. Obviously, there's a lot of unknown and worse things than canceling a festival going on through everybody's mind but it was it was stressful canceling and dealing with payments Mm -hmm. and refunds Mm -hmm. and saying you know oh we'll do this next year you know it'll be fine little did we know 2021 wouldn't be much different um but (laughs) so it was very stressful does that mean that is this the official comeback year or was that last year so 2021 <laughs> was interesting because we had the idea since there were so many programs going virtual that we would do a virtual festival. Okay. And by that time, I was no longer with the library. Mm-hmm. I had then moved over to the communications Been office. Been stolen by Adam. Yes. Adam, Adam. Legally kidnapped is the term. <laughs> Adam legally kidnapped me from the library, but I still wanted to be involved in Gaston Max. And I talked to Adam about it, and he loved the idea. So mm-hmm. he's like, yes, we're still going to do this. Yeah. Um, so we were able to use some of our staff to record videos for the virtual festival, and it, it went okay. 
It was it was interesting. It's hard to do. You can't compare to in person. It's, not, it's hard right. to have a level of engagement over yeah. you know, YouTube yeah. and Facebook yeah. for an event that hadn't happened before, that hadn't had a following. So right. mm-hmm. um, that was definitely a struggle. So, yes, 2022 was our first in-person year. 2020 didn't happen. 2021 was virtual. Um, so um, March 2022 was back to being in person. So tell us about the the comeback. Was it victorious? Was it awesome? How did it go last year? It went well last year, but the weather was awful. Oh no. It did not rain. It did not rain, which, you know, any event planner will tell you that rain is always the worst nightmare. But honestly, I think I would have preferred rain to bitter cold and extremely brutal. It was windy. Oh my goodness. None of the vendors could put up their tents. Everything was blowing around. I think all of the volunteers and staff that day left with windburn. Yes. It was (sighs) awful. So that definitely you know, deterred people from coming out because, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard being out in the cold. Yeah. So that um, that definitely impacted turnout. So, you know, yeah. fingers crossed this year for yeah. no rain and no wind. I so, am y'all hoping know, What did no the wind. groundhog do this year? So the groundhog, I feel like... It was six more weeks of winter. No. <laughs> I mean, it's technically six more weeks of winter either way. Okay. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, they do it in like early February. It's like, we're in the middle of winter. Exactly. What would you expect? We have six more weeks of winter anyways. We're, right. we're good. We're Groundhog is hibernating. He's cranky. Like, of course he's, yeah, come on. Exactly. Yeah. But we are, we are hoping and praying for good weather. Like, I'm hoping... It'll be kind of like yesterday, because yesterday was gorgeous. Oh, today is beautiful, today is beautiful. Yeah. The yes. day that we're recording this. Yes, yeah. so yesterday was Valentine's Day, and it was such a beautiful day. Like, if we could have that kind of weather yeah. for yeah. Gaston Max, it would be amazing. Sunny, yes. kind of upper 60s. Yeah, very low, perfect. you know, soft breeze. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Either way, we'll bring our good attitudes, and That's right. we'll yes. have a great time. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a really cool event. I was reading through about some information about it online. Sounds like you're going to have like a lot going on. Can you talk a little bit about like the types of vendors and activities that are going to be there? So I will let Christine talk about the vendors because she's been handling that side and she's like awesome and gets like such great vendors. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a lot of vendors this year, so which is great. More vendors already signed up this year than last year. Nice. Um, The vendor application period is closed, but if anyone does want to reach out to me um, regarding more information, I'll definitely put them on my list for next year. Um, but, you know, we have informational booths from the African American Museum of History, the Shield Museum. Um, a bunch of different county departments have signed up, which is wonderful um, for community involvement. And then we have authors, we have painters, we have um, homemade jewelry, candle companies, soap companies. Um, so it's just a lot of different, you know, businesses, local artisans that are coming out and trying to sell what they make, which is just wonderful to see and hear. And I think it'll be a great time walking around and viewing what everybody makes and how talented everyone is in um, Gastonia and Gaston County. Absolutely. And that's one of the the things that we wanted to showcase with Gas and Max, just to show that we have so many great artists and artisans in in this area, and just to celebrate who we are, because you know people don't realize that we actually have you know New York 
Times best-selling authors that live right here in Gaston County. Or we do? Close. We do. One of them, um, her name is L.P. Dover. Uh, that is her her author name, but her name's Leslie, and, you know, I can say that out loud. But, yeah, <laughs> Leslie's very popular, especially in Belmont, and she's great. Um, she she writes, you know, adult romance, and, you know, then, of course, Wiley Cash is from Gastonia. Yep. Um, right. So and he's a New York Times bestseller. I mean, it's just we have some great talent here. Mm-hmm. You know, not just as authors, but as performers. Mm-hmm. We have some up and coming artists that are going to be performing at Gaston Max, which we're we're excited about. So, um, the gift is performing. Uh, Garrett Huffman, who we featured recently on Savvy Sounds, is going to be performing. And then um, Fortia Tropical, they performed last year at the Latin American Festival at, at Wild Supermarket, mm-hmm. and they will be performing. So we're just really trying to reach out to, you know, the community for our talent and our performers, you know, have local vendors come in, even, you know, even if we have to go some maybe across the river for talent, <laughs> we will do that. <laughs> but most of them are from right here in Gaston County. And we're excited. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I love any opportunity like this to get to know local makers and artists. Um, yes. I mean, I don't. Maybe this is a little bit psychotic, but what a great time to buy Christmas presents. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not I wrong. Do the same thing. Yep. I mean, it's Christmas shopping. Yeah, now, in March, it's fine. Oh, completely. My mother started her Christmas shopping in January, and she <laughs> literally shops all year long, so she doesn't have to wait till like the end of the year to do it. That's goals right there. It really well, is. It is. Your yes. your budget will thank you for that because exactly. you space it out. That part, that part. And, like, (laughs) it's just a cool opportunity to get to know all those makers. I love getting to know the people who made my scarf, you Mm -hmm. know? (laughs) Yes, yeah, absolutely. And we haven't actually talked about the cultural side of it. Um, Yeah, so, well, we do have... um, Cavendish and Dirty Bull Brewery are going to be serving alcohol there, so that always brings people out. And if it's a cold day, it'll also keep them a little bit warm. That's right. So there's that, too. <laughs> I like to call that a whiskey blanket. Ooh. <laughs> um, but we have two food trucks. One's a vegan food truck, and then another's just, like, a food truck serving American cuisine. But moving on to, like, the more cultural components – um, we have quite a few different cultural crafts, and a few of our vendors are actually going to be doing like cultural crafts or giving away cultural information at their booths as well. Hmm. Um, we have the North Carolina DOT Be Rail Safe program, who's going to be a vendor, and they're going to be talking um, and giving away information on like cultural rail- railway, like safety information, all of that. Um, and then for our cultural crafts, we're going to be doing uh, Mexican paper flowers, Mexican. Uh, luchador paper masks and i'm probably going to butcher this name so i'm sorry but japanese hachimaki headbands um that sounds great we'll just go with that (laughs) yeah we'll just go with that um and then also councilman odom had reached out to me about wanting to do some type of rock art and he wasn't exactly sure like if it had a cultural significance but i looked it up and rock painting has been around for forever so Mm. that's true yeah very cultural so those are some of the crafts that we're going to be supplying all of that is completely free um we have inflatables it's hard to make inflatables cultural but we have an axe throwing (laughs) one gladiator joust um inflatable archery and like a soccer kick it inflatable so kind of more cultural sport things it sounds fun <laughs> exactly and it's fun for the kids it sounds exactly fun. and all of that is completely free um 
We'll have a French mime. We have origami demonstrations. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You, you just kind of skipped over that. A French what? Mime. Like a mime. <laughs> so how is he French if he can't well, mimes, talk? Mimes are normally of the French culture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not up on my mime. Imagine culture. the little like oh, red, the, red the, like, beret, the, beret. the yeah, black yeah. and white striped that's shirt. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So it's funny because one of the members of our committee, like he freaks out when you mentioned the mime because he's like, he's so creepy. He's so creepy. <laughs> no, mimes are the coolest. They're so they cool. really are. Yeah. It's they're one of my favorite types of street performers. <laughs> if you're a mime, you're cool in my book. I think it's way cooler than a clown. You know, they look yes. less I, Right, because clown. clowns are serial killers. Exactly. I, yeah, yeah, I don't do clowns. Yeah. Notice the lack of clowns at Gaston. Thank God. This is, this is a clown-free event. You will be safe. <laughs> yes, for those of you like me and Adam, if you don't like clowns, you will be just fine, mm. because neither do we. Mm. My theory on mimes is that they're like a hybrid of a clown and a magician, because they've got oh. the sleight of hand, but also the costume. So... You know, mm. that's a very good comparison. Thank you. It's probably very accurate. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for like listening to my TED talk on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like being a one of those guards outside of Buckingham Palace would be a good practice for being a mime because like people come up to you and like try to get you to talk and you have oh. to stand there like stone faced. Or like, they try to get you to smile. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do not have a poker face. I could not do any of those jobs. Yeah, I couldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> Because I really will start laughing. Absolutely. So when we so when we interview the mime for our podcast and you just get three minutes of dead air, we actually are <laughs> talking to him. He just can't talk back. It was great because last year he stayed in character the entire time. Like I'm trying to talk to him at the end of the event, you know, nope. ask him questions. Absolutely not until he is walking to his car and taking off pieces of his costume. Wow. The only time mm-hmm. that he talked to me. It's dedication. Wow. Absolutely. Very I love dedicated. some. I love a principled person. Yeah. Exactly. This is fantastic. I can't wait to meet this mime. I wish I had that kind of discipline. <laughs> so, so what else will there be there? Is there going to be food, or I know we've talked about drinks. What about food? So we have the two food trucks, mm-hmm. and of course we have the great restaurants that are in downtown that will be open because the event's from 11 to 3, so people can go and grab lunch if they want to, um, or they can go to an early dinner after the event. And then um, I actually saw on our event Facebook page where the rooster is like, hey, when you're done at the festival, come on down. We have these performances going on. Oh, cool. So it's it's very cool. As a matter of fact, uh, Garrett Huffman, who's going to be performing uh, at Gaston Max, has also performed at the rooster. And I'm pretty sure that's how we connected. Yep. <laughs> so the rooster has been great with, you know, helping support Gaston Max and um yeah, so it's it's uh-huh. going to be a great day of just yeah. food, fun, fellowship, and, you know, miming. Yeah. <laughs> if I can ask some, like, logistical questions. So do should you, do you recommend that people bring cash? Um, like, what other – are there going to be – where should we park? Is, um, do we need to be prepared to do a lot of walking? So parking will be available at the lots, um, like, kind of on either side of – the pavilion, so on the other side of Martin Luther King Boulevard and the other side of 321 R. York. Um, both of the Rotary Pavilion lots will be shut down, but like I said, the lots right across the street will be open. Um, and then there's always the on-street parking on Main Avenue, the Conference Center parking deck. So there is plenty of parking in downtown, so I don't think people will really need yeah. to walk a whole lot. Absolutely. Um, as far as cash, um, 
believe most vendors will accept credit cards or debit cards, so I would think that just bringing a card would be fine if you want to be safe and just have cash on hand. You know, that's completely fine as well, but most of these um, most of these vendors definitely accept card. And, like, what about restrooms and accessibility? Will the pavilion be accessible to wheelchairs and strollers, and you can have restrooms there? Absolutely. So everything is definitely handicap accessible, um, and we have on-site restrooms at the pavilion, which all of them will be open. Awesome. Yes. It sounds like a great day in the making. <laughs> You've got yes. all your ducks it, in a row. It will be a great day. Weather-wise, event-wise, you know, there's going to be great food. I feel like y'all have built up a lot of karma over the past couple of years <laughs> to the so point where... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are due for a very good festival, and we're very <laughs> excited. <laughs> well, we've had, like, you know, knock on whatever this is, fake wood. Um, we've had really a mild winter and, like, pretty good weather. So yes. we're just going to keep that rolling for the next few weeks and yes. just... Mm-hmm. So we, we, we may have to throw some fasting in there, <laughs> grab the anointing oil. This fake spring is here to stay. It's, it's not fake spring. It's real, it's real spring, spring arriving yep. in February. That's right. That's what we're rolling with. That is exactly it. And we've been, you know, trying to especially reach out to local businesses just to, um, and those that have served on the committee, you know, hey, help us advertise because we want this to be a community event, which is why the committee is made up from folks from the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we have someone from the, you mentioned that Christine's title has art in it, mm-hmm. someone from the Arts Council um, who was on it, but now since Christine's been on the committee, she's now the representative from the art com- Arts Committee mm-hmm. for City of Gastonia on Gaston Max. So she's serving in dual roles. As, as her title would indicate, she wears many hats. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> hey, citizens, are you feeling savvy yet? If not, let's take a break and hear about some cool things happening in and around Gaston County. Are you a classic car enthusiast? We'll bring your wheels to Dallas Park on Friday, March 24th for the return of our classic cruise-in. The event runs from 6 to 9 p.m. and is free to participate in. All vehicles older than the 1997 model year are welcome. There's no pre-registration required. Call 704-922-2164 for more information. So looking ahead, what do y'all hope comes of the festival like when it's all said and done. And if this festival is still going on five years from now, what do you hope it looks like? And what kind of impact do you want it to have on the community? Sorry, that's a big question, but. (laughs) It is actually the perfect question because when we first started planning in 2019, we had these huge hopes and dreams for uh, Gaston Max. And, you know, if you're going Go big or go home has always been my motto, and I had to bring that down because I think when we first started planning, we were looking at trying to be a little too big. Mm. Um, but I think it's great that we've had these challenges because it's helped us to, you know, perfect our planning as a committee um, and just make more connections and build more relationships. And just seeing the progression of this festival has been great. And in five years, I think I was telling Adam the other day that our hope is that it gets bigger and better every single year because my goal is to take over all of downtown Gastonia. 
having vendors lined all the way down Main Avenue, eventually having the conference center and like maybe having some live performances there for adults, having author talks and and things like that, and just have the Rotary Pavilion dedicated to nothing but kids' performances. So that that is my hope and my dream for, for this when I, you know, I started just brainstorming about it and went to the library staff. I just want to bring this community together. And then after COVID, it is so much more important that, you know, we put aside our differences and just really celebrate each other, celebrate what makes us Gaston County, celebrate what makes us African-American um, or Caucasian or Hispanic or Asian or whatever the case may be. Just celebrate who we are as a people, who we are as, you know, Gastonians or those that live in Belmont, Cherville, Mount Holly, you know, McCannville, Cramerton, whatever the case may be, we are still the people of Gaston County. And we should celebrate that because our county has a very long, rich history, and we need to be reminded of who we are and, you know, what we can bring to the Charlotte metro area. Well, I think you, it's interesting you mentioned kind of all, all those different places because, like, even though it's it's the county and, and the city of Gastonia partnering on this, I mean, this is an event for, for anyone. This is anyone. an event for yeah. not even just people in Gaston County. Like, you you live in South Carolina and you want to come up and you have a good time? Come on down. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because I grew up here, but Christine's a transplant. And she loves Gaston County as much as I do. Why? Because her hubby is from Gaston County. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, I mean, it's just, you know, the Gaston County is, is special, and I, I've grown up here, and my family's from here, and, you know, we just we just want to showcase the, the greatness that is Gaston County and, and showcase, you know, how great it can be. You know, yes, we've had our challenges. There, there have been some difficult times for, for us as a county, but there are great times ahead, and we're just going to focus on the positive and, and leave the negative, you know, back back in the past. Mm-hmm. And we are going to move forward and as a county. And I think this is a, is a great way to do that, just to celebrate each other and come out and enjoy great entertainment and great food and, and have some laughs and, you know, and oh, and have some great story times. We didn't mention the story times that are going to be provided by, you know, some library staff or possibly some local celebrities who I reached out to. So hopefully (laughs) we'll see. Um, But yeah, it's just going to be a great time. Well, really something for everybody. I mean, you would be hard-pressed to come out to something and not be able to find something to connect to, whether it's one of the vendors or one of the authors or... A performer. Yeah, I mean, even the musical groups, I mean, it's it's a wide variety of kind of styles and and talent. Mm -hmm. So So we're very excited. And I mentioned Garrett Huffman and Fortia Tropical and The Gift, and then uh, the other performers, Jay Hines. He is from Charlotte, so he's still somewhat local, um, but he is going to be bringing us some... Some R and B, nice for for the event. Yes, I believe we have him kicking us off. <laughs> we do, we do. He is starting um, at eleven o'clock, and at twelve o'clock it's Garrett Hoffman. One o'clock is the gift, and then Freya Tropical is closing us off at two o'clock. Nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. We're very excited. And then our next Savvy Savvy Sounds episode is going to be featuring bum, 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 the gift. The gift. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little teaser for Gaston Max. You're you're unwrapping that early. I am. <laughs> so 
So Josh, maybe delete. <laughs> I just wanted to use the pun. I don't care. Hell, of course. It's been a while since you've done a pun on the podcast. You, you can tell I'm feeling better. I've been, yes. I've been out for out sick for a while, so it's 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 my 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 natural state of uh, chi or whatever. <laughs> I, I feel that. So yes, we will be unwrapping the gift. Sweet. Anything else about the event that we didn't talk about? I feel like we, we touched on most things, but I always like to ask that at the end because sometimes something crops up as, as we're talking and you go, oh, I didn't even think to mention that. Um, so probably, I don't think we've mentioned the date, so it's going to be Saturday. <laughs> Come on out, March but we're not telling 25th, you when it is. <laughs> right? Saturday, March 25th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Rotary Centennial Pavilion in downtown Gastonia, you cannot miss it. It is the structure with the columns. That's right. It's. I feel like we need to do one of those where it's like the the obnoxious like used car dealer ads or like the the big mattress. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One day only. It you really have such is a one good day radio only. voice, Adam. <laughs> it really is. I missed my calling only. apparently. But yeah, so I think. I can't think of anything else. Just come out ready to have a great time. Absolutely. There's going to be so much family-friendly entertainment. I mean, the kids are going to have so much to do between inflatables, the crafts. Um, we have a henna Story artist yes. on site to do free henna. I mean, there's there's really just so much to keep everyone occupied, even if you're not a child. So exactly. it'll it'll definitely be a, it'll definitely be a great day. What if you're a large child, like a six foot eight child? <laughs> Then you, you like too can, can do a craft. <laughs> I just want to get in the bounce house. <laughs> so, yeah, or if you're like me, you just want to walk around and people watch. You can do that too. Just don't make it creepy. Ah. <laughs> yes, just don't wear don't your talk. sunglasses. Yes, wear your sunglasses. And don't and dress up like a clown. No, do Ooh. not. No, cl- <laughs> their clowns are banned from this event. <laughs> we will not. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, come out, have a great time. You know, if you see Christine and I walking around, feel free to come say hi. If you see any of our volunteers, please be nice. Yes. They're doing the best they can because they are high school students. <laughs> oh, you got they, high school students volunteering. And they are so great. Like, they, they were so excited. They volunteered last year and did such a great job. They nice. are wonderful. They're, like, the best volunteers, honestly, that I've ever worked with. They arrived early, asked a million questions about how they could help, what they should do. Yes. Like, the perfect high scores, honestly. They, they, they were precious. Nice. The babies. <laughs> well, Dandre Bradley, Christine Engel, thank you so much for joining us. And, again, Saturday, March 25th. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., come on out to the Rotary Pavilion, downtown Gastonia, for Gaston Max, the Multicultural Arts Experience. <laughs> I see what you did there with that X. X. Yes, thank you for having us. It was thank interesting so being much. on this side of the table. That's right. That's right. You're, we're done growing you, so you're, you're good to go now. You passed the, passed the test. Yay. Thanks, everybody, for listening. The Savvy Citizen Podcast is a production of the Gaston County Communications Office. It is hosted by Janet Schaefer and Adam Gobb, and its senior field correspondent is Elizabeth McGee. Editor and producer is Joshua Braswell. Coming up next week on the show, we're talking with Leslie Lee, Sharon Paget, and Gina Shell about the One Gaston Project. 
We talked to them a little bit about a year ago, and they're going to be updating us on the success of the project so far and the hard work that's still ahead to make Gaston a continuing success in the years to come. <laughs>